The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. And to finish it richer in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask for fresh grace, for fresh oil, for fresh strength to accomplish great and mighty things in you and for you this year end season. Again, we thank you for signs and wonders. We thank you for miracles beyond our wildest comprehension. And we give you all the praise, Father. Thank you that you have started already. And you will perfect that which you have begun. In the name of Jesus. And somebody that is glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning, shouted a louder Amen. Hallelujah. Help me high five a neighbor to your left and to your right. Tell them it's good to see you. Thank you for hanging in there. Hallelujah. Praise God. First Kings chapter 18. First Kings chapter 18 verse 46. First Kings chapter 18 verse 46. Then the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah. And he girded up the loins. Or he gathered up his loins. And he ran ahead of Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Hallelujah. The Bible told us that Ahab was riding the king's chariots. And Elijah had already told him to start heading to Jezreel ahead of him. Elijah wasn't planning to go to Jezreel based on what we had um, following the story. But then suddenly the hand of the Lord came upon him. Can you put your hands on your head and declare, the hand of the Lord is upon me. Come on, say it again. The hand of the Lord is upon me this season. One more time. The hand of the Lord is upon me this year and season. And I will do mighty things. I will experience signs and wonders in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That was God manifesting a sign and a wonder through Elijah. He was able to outrun the king's chariots. Glory be to God. And what looked naturally impossible, he was able to accomplish it. Let me look at a neighbor this morning and say, in this season, God will empower you to do the impossible. God will enable you to accomplish great and mighty things. That you didn't know you could do. And nobody knew you could do. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. This is the text for this season. One scripture I want you to hold on to again this season. We've been praying it since the beginning of the month. Isaiah 8, 18. Everybody look at that again. Isaiah chapter 8 verse 18. Here I am or here am I. And the children whom the Lord has given me. And this is the emphasis, the latter part of that verse. We are for signs and wonders. Hallelujah. It says here, we are for signs and wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts who dwells in Mount Zion. Can you declare this morning, I am for signs and wonders. 
I want to hear you shout it louder. I am for signs and wonders. This year and season. I am for signs and wonders. I will manifest signs and wonders. I will do signs and wonders. I will experience signs and wonders. Say again, the hand of the Lord is upon me for signs and wonders in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The hand of the Lord is upon you. Praise God forevermore. And it's a time for you to manifest signs and wonders. Glory be to God. We've been praying along these lines. Um, some of the online prayer meetings we had during the week. The prayer and praise meetings. And I feel very strongly in my spirit. This is something God has for us as we come to the end of this year. God's hand is going to come upon you. God is going to empower you. God is going to anoint you. As a church, God's hand is going to come upon us. Hallelujah. For one simple reason. Somebody say signs and wonders. Hallelujah. Signs and wonders. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You are wired for it. Somebody say I'm wired for it. It's in your DNA. Glory be to God. That's the way God created you. It just needs an activation. Hallelujah. And this morning and in this season, God is going to enable you in Jesus' mighty name. Acts chapter 1. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 1. Um, let me read from verse 4. Because I believe this is what God wants to do here this morning. Acts chapter 1 from verse 4. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem. So Jesus giving the apostles or the disciples instructions. But to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said you have heard from me. For truly John baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? Verse 7 and verse 8. Please pay close attention. And he said to them, it's not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. Praise God forevermore. There are many things we want to see in our world today that we hope there was no war happening. I hope um, economic things are getting better and better. Situations are improving here and there. And God has promised these things. You see, at this stage, the Jewish nation or the Jewish people were under um, the rule of the Romans. And on one level, even the disciples of Jesus and the nation entirely believed that God was going to give them freedom, give them independence from the Romans. And because of all the miracles that they had seen, particularly the disciples of Jesus and his coming and everything, they were now hoping that ah, this time 
God is going to liberate the nation. Is this the time all that's happening? Jesus had died. Jesus had resurrected the miracle of miracles. And remember, they believed he was the Christ. I love what he told them because what he was telling them here is, I want you to have a singular focus. Don't worry about the things that God has said he will do. In his time, he will do them. It's not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. There are some things we want to happen now. There are some things we hope will happen in our world, in our nation. And we are trusting God for those kind of things to happen. But he said, don't worry about that. Verse 8, this is what I want you to focus on. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you shall be witnesses for me in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and unto the ends of the earth. Jesus told them, focus on what the Holy Ghost coming to do upon your life. Focus on the empowerment that the Holy Ghost is going to bring upon your life. I know you want to see many things. I know you want many things to happen, but focus on that. And we know from the story in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 2, they were waiting in that upper room and praying and waiting and praying and the Holy Ghost came and they were empowered to be his witness to the whole world with signs and wonders. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. God told me to announce to us this year and season, the hand of the Lord is coming upon you. Amen. There's an empowerment by God's spirit coming upon you for signs and wonders in your life. And that should be your primary focus. Hallelujah. That should be what? Somebody declare my primary focus for this season is to receive the enablement, the strength, the divine ability, the riches, the empowerment that the Spirit gives me for signs and wonders. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Acts chapter 3. Just follow me this morning. Acts chapter 3 from verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple in the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask for alms from those that entered the temple. Who seen Peter and John? about to go into the temple, asked for arms, and fixing his eyes on them with John and Peter, and fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look to us. Hallelujah. Verse 5, so he gave him attention and expecting to receive something from him. Verse 6, then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have. Hallelujah. But such as I have. Glory be to God. Somebody shout this morning, such as I have. He had received that promise that Jesus told them to wait for. He had seen it manifest in that upper room. He was able to preach. He saw the people God saved and all that. He knew the hand of the Lord was upon him. Praise God. Such as I have, I give you. 
in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. You know the story. He took him up by his right hand, lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Glory be to God. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw, they saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that this was he who sat begging arms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled, hallelujah, with wonder and amazement as what has happened to him. Praise God forevermore. Can I hear you shout signs and wonders? By the help of the Holy Ghost. Let me hear you declare signs and wonders. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Such as I have. Such as God has given me. Producing signs and wonders. Hallelujah. Is somebody ready for it this season? Now, I'm not here asking us to go and start raising all the lepers on the road of Lagos. I mean, if that is your flow, praise God. I'm not, that's not the point where I'm making the story. I'm not asking us to start necessarily focusing on physical healing miracles. No, that's not my point. Please catch my drift this morning. I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to announce to you by the Spirit of the Lord that this season, glory be to God, by reason of the Spirit of God that indwells you and the ability that God is bringing upon us this season, your life will produce signs and wonders. In your workplace, your life will produce signs and wonders. Glory be to God. In your family, in your home, your life will produce signs and wonders. In healing the sick, God leads you to pray for the sick. Your life will produce signs and wonders. It's a matter of such as I have. Such as I have. Hallelujah. When we read in Acts chapter 4, after the, the incident that happened, and they came and they told the leaders of the synagogue that, ah, they have healed somebody, he's leaping, he's the person that was at the beautiful gate. Of course, they wanted to shut it down. The leaders of the, of the synagogue said that a notable miracle has been done and we cannot hide it. A notable miracle. Glory be to God. And there's nothing we can do to hide it. So they were trying to tell them, don't say anything concerning preaching the name of Jesus and doing all these things. They, do, they wanted you to calm down. But then God was now, at this point, the apostles had caught on to what God wanted to do in their lives in that season. That through them, God wanted to produce signs and wonders. Hallelujah. And God wanted to do notable miracles. Somebody say, this season of my life, this remaining two months, I can't hear you say, this remaining two months of 2023, God will do notable miracles, signs and wonders in my life and through my life by reason of the hand of the Lord. I can't hear you declare by reason of the hand of the Lord being upon me, there will be notable miracles. Hallelujah. Somebody shout notable miracles. I can't hear you shout notable miracles. Say signs and wonders. Hallelujah. 
I think sometimes when we read this story, I don't know about you, when I read things like this, um, them walking on the road. I remember growing up as a young believer. And they said there was this man that sat there at the beautiful, beautiful gates. I used to think about all the beggars I see on the streets. You know, people crippled. And sometimes it comes to my mind, ah, does God expect us to be um, healing all these people now when I see that kind of things? And it made me, because I knew that wasn't happening and around my life, it made me, every time I read about miracles, every time I read about signs and wonders, somehow, somehow, my mindset was that it's not for me particularly. It's for miracle workers. It's for in those days, Renan Bonke was still very big as an evangelist. It's for those powerful evangelists. It's for Benny Hinn. We used to see Benny Hinn videos and things like that. But as I grew up and as I matured in my faith work, I realized miracles and signs and wonders, notable miracles, they are not limited to just healing the sick or healing crippled bodies. Of course, some people need that, and we need to see more and more of that in our days. Can I hear a loud amen? But the fact that you are not seeing crippled bodies being healed, people walking out of wheelchairs, does not mean the power of God to do miracles is not available in your life. Are you with me this morning? I am the children that the Lord has given me. We are for what? Signs and wonders. Whether they are healing um, the sick, whether they are lifting up crippled people, whether they are raising the dead, and some people will do that. But we can be honest with ourselves. How many of those miracles are going to happen in our day-to-day -day affairs? When you go to your office, you are not there to raise the dead. Hello, somebody. If somebody dies in your office, and you are, um, you, are, you are able to raise him, I don't have a problem with that. I'm not knocking that this morning. But I don't want you to exclude yourself from miracles and signs and wonders because you are not seeing the kind of things that maybe you read in scriptures. Hallelujah. Those are the kind of things that started birthing teachings like, ah, miracles don't exist anymore. Oh, those things are just for Bible days. Oh, miracle signs and wonders died with the last apostle. No. Hallelujah. Somebody say Jesus Christ the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. The way he walks through believers today may just be different. But he's still doing miracles. Praise God. In fact... Please listen to me very carefully. We will not be able to survive and to thrive in the days we are living in if we don't believe God for miracles and expect miracles. Whether you have raised the dead or not raised the dead is not the issue. Whether you have lifted up a crippled or um, another, um, a crippled person, that's not the issue. The most important thing is for you to believe because you, now re, you have now received the Holy Spirit. You, Peter called it such as I have. I give you, you have something that can trigger the miraculous in your life. Hebrews chapter 2. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Somebody said, This season, I will manifest miracles. 
I will see miracles. I will manifest signs and wonders. Hebrews chapter 2. Glory be to God. Let me read from verse 1. Therefore, we must give the more honest heed to the things we have heard, lest they drift away. Lest they drift away. That's what happened in many orthodox um, or traditional ministries that started preaching. Ah, God doesn't do any miracles anymore. It's a very, very slippery slope and trick of the enemy. Okay, you, you are not raising dead people. You, you are not lifting up people from wheelchair. You now come up with your own doctrine to suit what you are experiencing that is no longer, God is no longer doing those kind of miracles. No. Who says? Hello? Lest we let them drift away. For if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, referring to the Old Testament, how shall we escape? Please watch verse 3 very carefully. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him? So he said, when they preached the Old Testament to them, God backed up what they said. Now that we have had the gospel, that the first person that declared the gospel was Jesus. If we don't embrace the gospel, and the power behind the gospel for signs and wonders, you're going to see that in a moment, we will not be able to escape the darkness and the difficulty that has visited our own age. If they could not escape under the Old Testament without the old covenant that God gave Moses and the miracles that God walked through Moses, how are you and I going to escape in our day? Look at verse 4 very carefully. God also bearing witness... With both signs and wonders. Somebody shout signs and wonders. I want you to shout it louder. Shout signs and wonders. One more time, the loudest you can. Signs and wonders. With various miracles. Somebody say various miracles. And gifts of the Holy Spirit. According to his will. God bearing witness hallelujah how did god bear witness with signs and wonders various miracles and gifts of the holy spirit so in these days that we are living in hallelujah help me elbow your neighbor and say listen very carefully in these times that we are living in isaiah already told us Isaiah 16 said, darkness will come upon the earth. Gross darkness will come upon the people. But the light of the Lord will be seen upon you. He said, you will rise and you will shine. And the glory of the Lord will be evident and will be seen upon you. Hallelujah. Gentiles will come to your rising. Kings of the brightness. Gentiles will come to your light. Kings of the brightness of your rising. So, we are not denying the fact that there is darkness all over the world. Hallelujah. We are not defined, denying the fact that there are difficulties and challenges. Hello, somebody. But we are saying 
that one of the tools God has given us to survive and to thrive in these days, hallelujah, is God performing signs and wonders according to the word that he has given us. Hallelujah. And you need to be opened up for it. You need to be opened up for it. This remaining few weeks and this final two months of 2023, there will be evidence of miracles in your life in the name of Jesus. There will be evidence of the hand of God upon you in your career in the name of Jesus. There will be evidence of the hand of God upon this church in the name of Jesus. We just need to open up for it. Expect it. Imagine the boldness that Peter had. Such as I have. Hallelujah. Such as I have, I give to you. Imagine the confidence he had. Such as I have. Glory be to God. That's how we should live our lives these days. With that picture that of what we read in 1 Kings 18, the hand of God coming upon Elijah and him able to outrun the chariots of Ahab. But now, the Spirit of God dwells in us. That's what the hand of the Lord is. is the Spirit of God in operation upon somebody. And is now enabling us. Somebody say, it's enabling me. Let me hear you shout stronger, better, richer, to express signs and wonders. Hallelujah. I want every worker, everybody going to work tomorrow morning, as you are going to work and when you arrive at the office, you are telling yourself, such as I have. I'm manifesting in this place. And there will be miracles, signs, and wonders. Hallelujah. Everybody going to your business place tomorrow. Every mother, every father, everybody involved in, in something or the other. There will be miracles. There will be signs. There will be wonders. Because the hand of the Lord is upon me. The spirit of the Lord is operating through me. Hallelujah. And you're expecting it. Glory be to God. Somebody say, I'm expecting it. I'm expecting miracles. I can't hear you say, I'm expecting miracles. I'm expecting God to do signs and wonders in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and pray in the Holy Ghost. It's happening for me right now. I'm expecting God to do signs and wonders. Signs and wonders in the name of Jesus. I'm expecting God to move mightily in the name of Jesus. I'm expecting God to do something I've not seen before in the name of Jesus. I'm expecting God to do something unusual this season by the move of his spirit, the oppression of his spirit. Something I have not seen, ears have not heard, that has not enter the hearts of men in the name of Jesus such as God has given me such as I have for miracles signs and wonders notable miracles in the name of Jesus something unusual in the name of Jesus in my life in the name of Jesus. Somebody say such as I have. Will flow this season. Such as I have. Will birth miracles this season. Such as I have. Will open doors. Miraculously this season. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Listen to me carefully. One area I believe that God wants to do in this generation is in the area of riches. We've been talking about prosperity for several weeks. And if we can just summon up the courage and the confidence, the courage and the confidence that's through all, somebody say through me, God will bring about riches. God will produce prosperity. God will bring increase. Somebody declare, God will make me fruitful beyond my wildest dreams by his mighty hand. I can't hear you say by his mighty hand in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Who is ready for that kind of expression this season? Glory be to God. Let me read one more verse here and then we're going to pray. Glory, glory, glory be to God. John chapter 7. Hallelujah. Can I hear you declare such as I have? Glory be to God. John 7 verse 37. On that last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Hallelujah. He who believes in me. Can you shout this morning, I believe in Jesus. Let me hear you say, Jesus Christ the same, yesterday, today, and forever. He who believes in me, out of his heart, will flow rivers of living water. Say, out of my heart, out of my belly, such as I have. Glory be to God. But this is spoke concerning the Spirit. Does anybody have the Holy Ghost in this house this morning? Hallelujah. Can you wave your hand if you know you carry the Holy Ghost? Again, what that means is that the hand of the Lord is upon you. Glory be to God. This is spoke concerning the Spirit whom those believing in Him would receive. Let me hear you say, I have received the Holy Ghost. Like the apostles received the Holy Ghost in Acts chapter 2. Hallelujah. For the Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So the point is, now that Jesus has been glorified, which was what they experienced in Acts chapter 1 and Acts chapter 2, the Spirit has now been given. The hand of the Lord is now upon us. Can I hear a loud amen? And we can go like Peter and begin to manifest miracles, signs, wonders. Hallelujah. Somebody say miracles, signs, and wonders. Acts chapter 19, the Bible said something powerful about Apostle Paul. That God worked unusual miracles through the hands of Apostle Paul. And handkerchiefs and aprons were taken from his body. They would put them on the sick. The sick would get healed. The devils would be cast out. Unusual miracles. Somebody say unusual miracles in my life. Hallelujah. Again, I want to challenge us. Please hear me very carefully. Don't limit it to just raising the dead or casting out demons. Most of us today in our day-to-day, day-to-day, day-to-day activity, it's not like we are meeting demon-possessed people everywhere. No. At least people that are manifesting like demons. 
But does somebody need miracle in their workplace? Hallelujah. Do you need miracle where your career is concerned? In your relationships, do you need miracle signs and wonders? Husbands and wives, do you need miracles in your homes? Hebrews 2 said, how are we going to escape the darkness of our age if we don't embrace the gospel and the miracles that God uses to affirm the gospel? Praise God forevermore. Listen, there are two ways we can live as Christians in, this day we, in these days and time. I want you to hear me. I have to close in a few minutes, but hear me very carefully. Look at me, everybody. There are two ways you can live. You know, the Bible says that the devil is very crafty, and God will give us wisdom to avoid the wiles of the enemy. If you are not careful, because you are not seeing dead people rise up, and you are not seeing creepy people coming out of wheelchairs. And the simple fact is, we don't see that Sunday to Sunday in, all, in our churches. There's no church anywhere in this world where every day a crippled person is coming out of church. It happens. I'm not denying that. Oh. Please, catch the balance of what I'm saying. And if you are not careful, you will go around day after day, week after week, not really expecting God to do miracles. And we need miracles. Our world needs miracles. All these wars going up and down the place. It will take a miracle of God for things to calm down. All this talk and diplomacy they are doing. This, they've been fighting these things since Bible days. They've been killing themselves like this, the Jews and the Palestinians since Bible days. There is no American diplomacy that will calm things down. And we are living in such a time that somebody can just press one button now and a nuclear bomb goes off somewhere. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? And God bore witness. Look how God bore witness with signs and wonders, various miracles, and gifts of the Holy Ghost. So don't tell me because you didn't see a crippled person rise up in church. You are not going to go throughout the week. You are not going to pray and you are not going to be, you are not going to expect miracles. No. It's even a wrong interpretation of the Bible. It's a wrong interpretation of the Bible. The scripture I started with, the hand of the Lord coming upon Elijah. Elijah did not raise any dead person in that instance. Hello? What did Elijah do? The two things that primarily happened in that incident was, number one, Elijah prayed and a three-year drought was removed. Somebody shout miracle. Somebody say sign. Somebody say wonder. And then he ran faster than a horse. Till today, I still don't understand the necessity of that expression. Other than God just wanted to show his power. I'm sure when Ahab arrived at Jezreel, it was like, ah, Elijah, how did you get here? Just to get his attention. Maybe there's something deeper. But the bottom line, please, hello, let's not get off track, is that God did a miracle through him. And God did a miracle for him. Glory be to God. All through that drought, God was doing one miracle after the other. After the other. The ravens came and brought him food. The widow woman fed them for three and a half years. The barrel of meal did not waste 
the cruise of oil did not grow dry. How it was getting filled, all that nobody knows. But somebody say miracles, say signs and wonders, gifts of the Holy Ghost. That's how you should live your life from now till the end of this year. And bless God, if you are walking down the street, you are led and inspired to pray for a blind man, and you lay your hands on him and his eyes open, come and tell us on Sunday. I'm not knocking that. Hello, somebody. But I'm telling us, the same power that Peter used to pick that man up by the beautiful gates, the same power that they said they took handkerchiefs and aprons from Paul, and they were casting out demons, that same power resides in you. Somebody say, that same power resides in me. Say, such as I have for miracles in my workplace, miracles in my family. And I want you to declare, this year-end season, that will be my portion in the name of Jesus. If you believe it for yourself, jump on your feet this morning and lift up your hands and say, Heavenly Father, I want us to pray for a few minutes. Say, Heavenly Father, I receive miracles. I receive gifts of the Spirit. I receive signs and wonders, various miracles operating in my life and through my life this year and season. Can you declare, I will share my own testimonies. I will have my own evidence. I will see my own manifestations everywhere I go. All through this year end, I am stronger. I am better. I am richer. Because the hand of the Lord is upon me for signs and wonders. Say the spirit of the Lord flows out of me with signs and wonders. I am manifesting the grace and the power of God. Everything I touch, the miracle power of God causes something special to happen in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Miracles, signs, wonders, special miracles, notable miracles in your people. The preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-006-40.